All right, we got to make this quick because I ain't got this uh, hooked up to the charger and I'm on like 96%. Uh, welcome back. Man, welcome back. Welcome back. It's the week after the Super Bowl. And let's see. And the Rams did it what I expected them to do. Congratulations to the entire Rams team. They took down the motherfuckers that beat us, the Chiefs. And they won that thing. Congratulations to them. Shout out to them. Uh, I've seen a lot of people lose money on that Super Super Bowl betting on uh, Odell Beckham on uh, receiving yards. And he, he went down before, like, the, the second half. So a lot of people was upset. Sorry, I'm opening this bottle. But uh, a lot of people was upset because they was real close to winning some money. And fucking... Uh, they was also upset because, you know, the sports betting apps did not uh, cancel out Odell, any Odell bets because uh, he got hurt before the second half. So there's a lot of donations going to them sports betting apps. And I ain't going to lie, I lost money too. But that wasn't on that game. I think it was, it was on like another. No, nah, it was on fucking Joe Burrow. I expected this motherfucker to at least get 11 rushing yards and the motherfucker only got like fucking eight or something like that i don't know he fucking cost it was only like he cost me three hundred dollars on like a 25 dollar bet so i wasn't tripping but i seen a lot of motherfuckers lose out on some money and i know they was hurt i know the feeling i know the feeling sports gambling is fucking bad don't do it i repeat do not do sports gambling if you ain't built for that shit or if your pockets ain't you know what i mean a lot of people be betting money that they ain't they don't have and i see why it turns into an addiction but uh, yeah, it was overall a good game. It wasn't like nothing spectacular or nothing like that. You didn't see no crazy plays or nothing like that. Uh, you did see that fucking uh, the team was really affected without uh, having Odell, so they had to like pick up the slack for him. And I didn't know he made that big of an impact on the, at least the Rams. I know he's a phenomenal player, but um, I hadn't seen him make too many you know big moves, big plays for real like that. But they was definitely hurting without him. But they pulled through. Um, and it was also thanks to the fucking the Bengals. They was fucking putting, like, Eli Apple's trash ass on fucking Cooper Cup. Or if, if that's his name. I think I said it right. But, yeah, he's very trash. Um, and he got exactly what he deserved. Talking shit on the Internet. That's what happened to you. Unless you, unless you pussy or something. I mean, unless you ain't pussy. But, yeah. Uh, halftime show was alright. wasn't wasn't not too crazy. I don't know why. You know, a lot of people was mind blown. The only the 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 best thing about the halftime show, which I didn't expect at all, was seeing Fifty Cent come out. Seeing Fifty Cent come out during the halftime show was crazy to me. It was weird how how they had him come out. They had him come out upside down like the in the club video. He had one of the old G Unit take tops on. I was a a huge fanatic of. You know, 50 Cent style when I was a kid. Everybody wanted to be, you know, a tough guy, stuff like that, with the headband and stuff, shit like that. But uh, it definitely did not fit in 2022. They, I don't know. They brought him out like that, and he looked like a goddamn fool hanging upside down. He looks very different from fucking, when did that, in the club came out, like, 03? So that was like, uh, I don't, I don't want to fuck up my math, but that was a couple decades ago. If I'm not mistaken, 
and fucking over a couple of decades ago. So he, 50 Cent looks very different hanging upside down. <laughs> and that nigga's like over, isn't he like 50? Like shit. But I mean, like I said, overall it was a good show. The only thing I didn't like about the halftime show well, it was two things. One was a missed opportunity, and one was an unnecessary opportunity to show your ass. Eminem kneeling through during the fucking uh, halftime show. Like, who asked for that? Like, who was begging Eminem to get up on that stage and do that? You know what I mean? Like, you was, I was expecting, like, I don't know, maybe Dr. Dre or something like that to do something like that. But Eminem, like, what? It, I, I mean, who asked for this? I keep, I'm going to say this again. Who the fuck asked for you to do this, Eminem? Like, I don't know if you if you have noticed lately, but ain't nobody been asking you to speak for the black people. Now, we do need some white folks to speak up and, you know, speak on some social injustice things. But, uh, I mean, the whole kneeling thing's kind of played out. I would, you know, want you to do something a little bit more because fucking, first of all, nobody's talking about that shit. They were talking about that shit that night because... You know, I guess word out on the street was NFL kind of knew he was going to do it, which is kind of strange. But like I said, told him not to do it. And he was like, I'm going to do it anyway. But I mean, I don't know. The whole thing seems like scripted or whatever the case may be. But I don't know. I thought I thought it was whack. You know, I'm just going to say that, you know, thanks. But, you know, thanks for nothing, I guess. But anyways, and. The other thing that I was going to say about the halftime show, the missed opportunity was they should have had OT Genesis out there crip walking when Snoop was doing his set. Tell me tell me that wouldn't have been hot. Tell me that wouldn't have been fire. If OT Genesis would have been out there crip walking. That would have been the equivalent to Lil Mama running up on the stage when Alicia Keys and Jay-Z was uh, performing uh, their song, and she ran up on stage and caught everybody off guard because nobody asked her to. Now imagine OT Genesis running out there out of nowhere and just crip walking up there on stage with Snoop. That would have been crazy. That's a missed opportunity. But, I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen him speak on it, so I don't know why he ain't feeling the same way. He should be feeling the same way I'm feeling right there. That was a missed opportunity. And another person that was bitching about they should have been on on that stage. And And I see why they was bitching about it. The only reason why they was bitching about it because 50 was up there. Game was talking about he should have been up on fucking, he should have been one of the people performing for, you know, because, you know, it was in L.A. and they had all fucking L.A. people up there, which they didn't. It was an aftermath thing. That's why fucking all those people were up there. That was all the people that, you know, were signed to uh, Dr. Dre's label. I don't know if 50, I mean, uh, Game was signed to aftermath. I don't know. But, uh, Game... You cool and all. I mean, you got some, you know, good records and stuff like that. But nah, man. Because if that's the case, then they should have had YG up there as well. And a whole gang of other fucking L.A. rappers. But they didn't. Ice Cube should have made a special appearance or something like that. But they didn't. So you mean to tell me out of all those people, you should have been the one that been up on that stage too? You was only saying that because 50 Cent was up there. And that nigga hates 50 Cent. And I understand why. But... I don't know. Plus, game you be in, he be involved too much until uh, too much little bullshit anyway. So I don't know. I I highly doubt the NFL would want somebody up on stage who lost a lawsuit for, I think, sexual assault or sexual harassment or something like that. And you still haven't paid. I highly doubt the NFL would want to be 
wrapped up in that. But I mean, then again, if you think about it, fucking Dr. Dre ain't a no angel. Neither is Fifty Cent. Uh, maybe neither is Eminem or Snoop Dogg. I mean, he was on trial for murder. But I mean, you know, they've done good things past the bad things that they've done. Game. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know too many good things that game has done. But it is what it is. We uh nobody's upset about it but game. But anyway, so I'ma say it like I always say, I'm getting closer to my surgery. Uh dumb nervous. Dumb nervous. I don't know how I'ma get through this, but I'ma make it. I'ma make it. Every you know, I was I was fucking what was I saying? I I was ready to fucking get this surgery so I can be out the game and got to do shit at work. But I don't know, man. Now it's getting closer. I'm like, nigga, what are you thinking? You've never <laughs> you've never had surgery before to be this hype for it. So why are you acting like, you know, you've been through it. You've been down this road before. You don't even like knives. You don't even like needles getting poked in you. Why are you fucking ecstatic about getting surgery? So now it's like every day I think about it like, oh, shit, I'm getting closer and closer. And I just hope they knock me the fuck out. Like, please, just put me to sleep, and I don't want to wake up till it's over. Like, till it's far over. Like, I've been in a hospital for, like, two days over. Because I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I'm really truly prepared for it. But I am prepared not to be at work for a while, because I am sick of fucking being at work. I I can uh, I can't stand being at work. If there was ever a time I couldn't stand being at work, which is pretty much every time I'm at work, it's been lately because I have literally no job and all they do is fucking just bug the fuck out of me for little small petty ass shit. So you know I'm not on no fucking set schedule like everybody else is where they got stuff to do. I'm just I'm just there. But this motherfucker knows that, you know, I ain't got no job, so he just be asking me to do a little petty shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's just an, it's just annoying. And then now it's just like, it just turns into a little other bullshit. Like, every time I go somewhere, it's like, where was you at uh, earlier? Mind my fucking business. If you needed me earlier, you would have fucking called me. But you didn't. Just little, just little bitch-ass shit like that. Like, today, fucking, he was, you know, he was like, oh, your beard kind of looks a little long there. And I'm just like, oh, call what does it matter? I have a mask on. And to mind your fucking business. And this motherfucker texts me like hours later when I'm at home. And fucking, he's like, oh, yeah, uh, I got hit up. Make sure you uh, trim your beard a little bit. I got hit up by a uh, first sergeant about it. You know, just giving you a heads up. I was like, no, the fuck you did it. First sergeant see me walking down the hallway. He didn't say shit to me. If he had something to say to me, then trust and believe. A first sergeant is going to tell you about your motherfucking facial hair. If anybody's going to do anything, it's either going to be sergeant major or fucking first sergeant. First sergeant is going to be the primary person to tell you about your fucking beard. But he didn't. So I didn't just know it was just little bitch ass shit like that. Like, he was like, motherfucker, if you just wanted me to trim it, why don't you just say that? But he know I ain't one of them little bitch ass motherfuckers that, you know, for one, I ain't easily approachable at work. Don't fuck with me. Don't talk to me. And two, he knows that fucking... You know, I just ain't one of those motherfuckers to be tried. You know what I mean? Like, so he, I think he a little bit intimidated by me. But that's not my fault. You a grown-ass man. Uh, So, yeah, I was just like, whatever. I, you know, I'll trim it. I kind of wanted to keep it growing. So, by the time I go on, like, recovery leave, which is like 30-plus days, that motherfucker going to be long as shit. 
And that's one. That's another thing. I don't know why it matters. I'm gonna be at work for at least one more day this week, and then I'm going to be at work one day next week, and then I go down for surgery the next day, and you won't see me no more. So what the fuck does it matter? But whatever. Go army, army standards, whatever. But yeah, that was that. How was every? Uh, I want to know how everybody's Valentine's weekend was. I seen a lot of people posting some good shit. Mm. Love, love was definitely in the air this weekend. But uh, yeah, uh, one thing that pisses me off about Valentine's Day weekend, and it's starting to be more and more every fucking, every goddamn year. The celebrities, they are starting to just go beyond, above, and beyond. And it's making us regular people, like, look bad. And when I say us regular people, us regular niggas. Like, ladies, let me tell you something. Being compared to what these celebrities do is the biggest way to piss men off. If not me. If not just me. It is it is the worst thing that you can possibly do. Like every one thing I hate is just seeing it all day. Like y'all are reposting what celebrities do more than what y'all are posting about yourselves. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he's setting the standard. Like Dirk. Rented out a whole movie theater. Like at least had maybe five, six, seven, eight dozen of roses for his uh fiance. And you know, and it, and that's just every every week is is shit like that. You can see motherfuckers buying their girls cars, offset about his girl, uh, you know, not his girl, his wife Cardi B, bought her a fucking three hundred thousand plus dollar watch. And these motherfuckers just reposting that shit like you know, but also kind of throwing shade towards you know us men, just like this is what real love is about, and da da this, and just like no, it's not. No, it's not. First of all, yes, I'm not opposed to buying your girls gifts. But nobody, one thing women will not do is post what women do for men. Because first of all, women don't want to do a goddamn thing for men. So for them to repost that stuff and they're not keeping up with that same energy, they're just not going to put themselves in that position. But what they are going to do is post shit that men do for their women to get men in the mindset of doing things like that, of that nature. And that's fine. But understand that there is a huge wage gap between these celebrities and us. Okay? Just putting that out there. So understand when you get a dozen roses, but that was like a hundred some dollars. And I'm 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 all for, you know, giving more than a dozen. I think, you know, at most three, at minimum two, maybe four, if it's a, spe- a really, really special occasion, you got some stuff planned. But come on now. Moneybag Yo spent $50,000 alone on roses to tear them apart and put them all over the floor. He's I'm going to tell you why he's a fucking idiot. Because what he could have did was just go buy rose petals, which I'm pretty sure is far more cheaper than going to go buy $50,000 worth of roses so you can cover the entire floor of the house. You should have just went and bought rose petals. They come in a bag. There's They're no different. Rose petals are rose petals. But women see that and they just go, oh, my God, this, this, and that. And then they get to comparing us to that. Like, you know, it's the thought that counts and not all this. First of all, 
Let me explain something to y'all. A lot of you women that are reposting that are not worthy and deserving of that type of treatment for you to be telling a man that that's how he needs to be. Most women. There's a lot of women that are deserving and you can get that treatment. But even if you are deserving and worthy of that kind of treatment, do not compare us to that saying that, you know, telling us to be more thoughtful because that's the first way to tell us that's first. What am I, how am I trying to put it? That's the quickest way for us to tell you to fuck off because we don't do that. Like women, you, you, women don't like it when men compare women to other women. So don't compare us to other men and the things that men do. If you have an issue with the things that the men do for you, then maybe you probably shouldn't be fucking around with that man. But some of y'all do. Let's be real. A lot of y'all still fucking around with the men that y'all complaining about. Because let's be real, it really ain't that bad, is it? But I digress. I'm just saying, be appreciative for what you got, what you get, because you never know who ain't going to do it for you in the future. That's a lot. Of, that's that's what women really try to do. They try to gamble with a future until they have they don't have one. And then all of a sudden, hey, man, it's looking kind of spooky for you out here. All of a sudden you, you you having to do all those. You have you having to do bad all by yourself. It's all fun and games until it's like that for you. But anywho. Y'all, y'all notice how fast um, February's going by? I know it's the shortest month of the year, but it's going by pretty fast. It's already halfway over. And and I will say that this is the wackest fucking Black History Month I pretty much have experienced ever. I don't know. Like, I never, I, I don't really pay attention to fucking Black History Month for a few reasons. I, black culture don't give a fuck about black history anymore. As much as as much as we we all pro black out here, I'm just gonna call a spade a spade. Black people don't give a fuck about fucking Black History Month anymore. That's just being real. Like look what look what's happened to all Black History Month. Black History Month has we as black people have embarrassed ourselves during Black History more than any other race has attempted to embarrass us. All this month. All, all we've been worried about. We're on a brick of war with a with fucking Russia. But all this month, all we can concentrate on is what Kanye is doing. First of all, Super Bowl overshadows a lot of shit during Black History Month. That entire like week during the Pro Bowl, fucking all that shit just overshadows everything. I'm pretty sure All Star Weekend is coming up too. So that's a that's the that's the close off fucking you know Black History Month. Kodak Black got shot at Justin Bieber's fucking party this weekend. Now, if that ain't the stupidest shit you ever heard in your life, like, how you get shot on Black History Month at a white man's party? Explain yourself. Make make that shit make sense. Because that shit just, it just sounds stupid to me. That's all we see. Like, it used to be a fucking, even during, you know, our fabulous social media era, you, we managed to, you know, get some shit off during Black History Month. You know, talk about this, talk about that, you know, post this, post that. But, hey, I have not seen nothing. Nothing that can overshadow the bullshit that be going on. Even even uh Martin, Martin Luther King Day. Was that in January or something like that? Yeah, I think so. But, hey, it was just like nothing. Nobody gave a fuck. And then what Kanye West is trying to do now, he's trying to do like black, he's trying to turn it into Black Future Month. All while he's acting a fool on social media. 
So how are you going to try to erase, forget about Black History Month, not erase it, but forget about it. Put something else new in place, which is not a bad idea. You know, but overshadow all of that with, your, with the stupid shit he does. Chasing after a white woman. Yes, yeah, his wife, but fucking, and she ain't all the way white or whatever. But I consider it Kim Kardashian white. But you're going after your white queen during Black History Month while you're trying to get rid of Black History Month and put in place Black Future Month, and you've done nothing during Black Future Month but draw attention to yourself in a negative way. It's, it's, I, I, just, I call this, I call it fucking Whack History Month. Because it wasn't shit historical. The only thing I seen was, I think it was in Texas or something like that. They replaced all the seats on the bus with fucking uh, the front row, the the one of the front row seats on the bus, every bus in the city, with like a yellow seat that said Rosa Parks' name on it. And we just breezed on past. Motherfuckers had mixed feelings about that, so I wouldn't even count that fucking as acknowledging fucking Black History Month because not everybody was on board for that shit. But other than that, only thing I did find out was the black man created the Nerf gun. That was that was pretty interesting because you always it it made me remember like all the times like people were, especially black people were like, oh you know, they shouldn't be selling Nerf guns because kids play with them and it just puts that in black kids' minds that you know guns are okay. They grow up using guns in you know a bad way. That this they condition for it, but a, a black man created it, as far as I know. And fucking, uh, I forget his name, but there was a black man that was the first, first person to get five Super Bowl championships. Not Tom Brady, because everybody, when you think of Super Bowl championships, the most you think of Tom Brady, but actually the first five, first man to get to five was a black man. So that was pretty interesting. But other than that, I, I mean, nothing. I have thought nothing of black history month because of just niggas niggas on the internet niggas with cell phones or niggas with a social status or something like that but i mean it is what it is fucking hopefully it gets better i don't know i don't know what they teach in the schools nowadays when it comes to black history month but i don't remember shit i did for black history month in school i think they, they it's a lot of shit that they're trying to get rid of because i guess it's like reverse it's kind of turning into like reverse racism and shaming the white man for the things that they've done uh in society but i mean that that is what it is too i you, you because you still got fucking you know racist white people in this world uh, uh an abundance of them fucking that's either racist or take that shit for a joke because uh i mean that's just that's just my experience I don't I don't I feel like I'm the only person that at my level deals with racist white people or sees the sees the little undercover racist white shit that fucking people do at work. Cuz I I I for sure see it. I for sure see it and feel it. Like um I got kicked out of fucking my old company that I was in last year. I I was still in their group chat. And they had uh somebody had sent a screenshot of one of the black dudes that's in uh that was in the headquarters platoon with me. He has a uh they posted him for Black History Month on the the fourth ID Facebook page, I think it was, or it might have been the second brigade 
uh, Facebook page. I think it was second our second brigade. But um, yeah, he's like, you know, it was a whole, you know, little scripted thing saying, you know, I've always wanted to be in the army. I've had family in the military. All this bullshit. You know, he's on front page on Facebook page, and everybody's congratulating him in the group chat. But I was, I, I just, I just wasn't. First of all, I was drunk, but and I wasn't really feeling it. It was like late at night, and they and they was talking about it. But I wasn't really feeling it. I just felt like it was just some old, you know, generic ass fucking shit that they was doing for Black History Month. Because oh, let's grab, let's go grab a black person, and he has a Ranger tab, so that makes it even better. Posted him on there, and I and I, you know, sent back in the group chat. I was like, Yo, Davis. Now let me ask, now ask yourself this: When's name another time that they have praised you and put you on the front page of the fucking Facebook page. I mean, it it just seemed to me like they just you know they just using you for fucking you know views, you know make it seem like it's equality around this bitch. When this is the same motherfuckers that allowed a motherfucker who said the hard R n word at work still work in the same building as us, and they removed me from the fucking they kicked me out of the fucking group chat immediately. And then, you know, one of my, my one of my uh soldiers, he's in that group chat. He messaged me in the other group chat that I'm still in and he's with all, with all my so my old soldiers. He's like, "Damn, they they kicked you out fucking for that." And I was like, "Yeah, because they they uh they they know what's up." It it was just some it was just some some weirdo shit because the motherfucker's been the ranger school passed as a as a uh a specialist. Got promoted right after that. No acknowledgement whatsoever and i think this was like last year maybe or the year before last that he did that but it was like no acknowledgement no, no acknowledgement zero not not a handshake congratulations none of that shit but because it's black history Month, all of a sudden like oh yeah let's go find us a black token fuck that i'm gonna call it out and that's exactly what i did and then fucking i mean they did what they had to do they kicked me out of the group chat i thought it was fucking petty but I didn't want to be in that group chat anyway. I didn't give a fuck. But it is what it is. Cause they, but they already know not to. They already know not to come to me about it. Because like I said, I'm very unapproachable at work. If you come to me, you best. If you come for the king, you best not miss. Cause that's all. That's all I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let you know that I. I just thought it was just some you know black token shit. Cause right after that, fucking, you ain't gonna hear shit about them posting nobody fucking, you know, black. And then, like I said, my my work environment at work, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people in the military, they, they in a racist environment where motherfuckers joke about it, and they don't take it serious. So that's my take on that. But, anyways. Oh, yeah, I was talking about uh, Russia earlier. Yo, uh, I, uh, you know what You know what fucking brings me the most joy is that everybody at work thinks we going to war with Russia. They they truly think we about to just jump off into some shit. First of all, these motherfuckers have no idea what it's like to fucking deploy somewhere. And it's not already, we don't already have an established base over there. So there's like pretty much nothing. And if you're the first people in on the fucking invasion, then you have to build that place up. So that just means that you're going to be filling sandbags, putting up barriers, 
you know, digging in, building fighting positions, nonstop patrols, nonstop long hours, building up where, you know, your defensive base. And they think that they're not thinking about none of that shit whatsoever. All they thinking about is like, yeah, we, you know, we on the brink of war with Russia. First of all, this ain't like fucking going to war with the Taliban. Though the Taliban was a very different breed, this ain't like going to war with the Taliban, where they don't have the type of capabilities that we have. Russia has some of the damn near same capabilities as us. They got tanks, planes, submarines, ships. They got everything we got pretty much. Ours might be better, but, hey, man, it's a difference between somebody motherfuckers firing, you know, some random artillery shells at you and motherfuckers got your position on lock and they about to bomb the shit out of you. But they 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 ain't looking at it. People motherfuckers at work ain't looking at it like that. They just and I I always say, man, I don't understand how people is in a rush to die. Not saying you gonna die, you know, not wishing that on you. You know, I done survived, you know, Afghanistan three times over. But these motherfuckers, I didn't go over there with the intentions on, you know, yeah, I'm ready to get off into some shit. No, I went over there with the intentions on, I'm I'm trying to get this deployment money tax-free, baby. And I'm trying to go to the gym. That's it. Now, if I got to, you know, shoot a motherfucker's ass off every now and then, then I'll do that. But, hey, man, they paying me that check. But these motherfuckers going over there, you know, with their intentions set on, Peeling somebody's wig back or dying on the battlefield. I had, I told you I had a motherfucker tell me that before, where his 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 dream is to die on the battlefield, and I was like, nigga, you are tripping. Because I guarantee you, the first that first bullet that hits you that don't kill you, you gonna be you gonna rethink that real quick. I'm just telling. I'm just I'm just being straightforward with you. But that's a lot of people's mentality at work, especially people that's been in for a while and they ain't seen no action. And all they've been doing is just coming to work, sweeping, mopping floors, going to the field, training. Ah, they ready to get off into some shit. But me, nah. I I thought it crossed my mind for a second. I was like, damn, do I really want to go through there with this surgery? Because I might not be able to deploy. But I was like, fuck that. I ain't got to deploy. I done deployed enough. I've seen enough, done enough. But, you know, I got my fucking T-shirt three times. And I am... This is exactly why I'm getting surgery now for shit that fucking just happened to me overseas. But hey, man, I, I wish I wish whoever go over there well. I wish you well, cause hey, it's a chance you might not come back. Make sure you got that SGLI updated, cause if it ain't, trust and believe, they either gonna they either gonna cremate your ass or you going down in a wooden box. You ain't going down in no golden casket. So make sure you got everything lined up for when fucking you you go to them pearly gates, cause hey, it ain't gonna it ain't gonna be what you think it is when you go over there. You ain't gonna be no oh yeah we about to go over there and roll over to some shit. Nah, I see I see with the first invasion we lead we gonna we gonna lose at least fifteen hundred in, in that first year of that war, fifteen hundred easy. But if that's what y'all want, hey you you y- y'all like it I love it. I'll be right here on the home front fucking with my arm in a sling or whatever the case may be because I am on recovery. I'm not going. I'm what is Magic Johnson. I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be watching y'all from TV. Like, damn. What what they say? Uh, damn, that's crazy. 
Well, what's on? What else is on the news? But uh, yeah, man. I will say, I will say this, and I'm about to get off of here. Fucking, if you're thinking about, if you know somebody that's thinking about joining the army, tell them do not fall for them fucking bonuses that they're giving. Please don't. Please don't. Unless it's a two-year contract, because you can, you can be, you can be in and out pretty quick on a two-year contract with a bonus. Go about your way, and. Yeah, but make sure you read that fine fine line because they they be getting motherfuckers like talking about something we can bring you back. But I will say, tell whoever telling you they thinking about joining the army, your relative, don't go infantry. You better get your test scores up because if you go infantry, you ain't going back. And it's fucking hell. I'm I'm right now the only thing I've been doing at work is escorting this soldier because they about to kick him out because he refused the COVID vaccine, but. I commend him for sticking to his guns because he was telling me, like, man, you know, they, they just kind of acted petty about it and stuff like that. You know, da, da, this. I'm like, man, fuck them. Don't worry about it. There's less shit you got to deal with. Trust and believe me. They doing you a favor by kicking you out because the shit you're going you, to go through right now, hey, it ain't what you want. And he only been there for a year and he already on his way out the door. But I'm telling him, like, telling you. They giving you that little honorable discharge. The only thing they ain't doing is paying you severance pay, which I think is the 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 most absolute pussy shit that the military could do, is because they always supposed to pay you severance pay when they involuntary separating you for some shit, unless you um unless it was like a dishonorable discharge or something like that, other than honorable uh, or something like that. But they giving you general discharge, honorable discharge. That you, hey, they supposed to give you a fucking severance check, and they took that shit out of there. Be also petty shit. Just some, some bitch-ass petty shit. But I told him, I was like, bro, don't worry about it. Because fucking trust me. Like, you know, this is about as good as the experience as you're going to get. Coming to work every day, sitting around, cleaning, or going to the field. It don't get no better than that. Unless you want to go Ranger or fucking SF or fucking, you know, CAG. But you ain't going to get to see nothing more than what you're seeing right now. Don't let these motherfuckers around here lie to you. And I encourage all my people that's fucking been in for a while, do the same thing, man. Go see something else in the world. Because I'm about to. I'm about to go see me some good old Texas or Georgia. I was thinking about going to Georgia. Georgia may not be off the table. But Texas is my primary goal, baby. Uh, finna be looking into me some school in here pretty soon. Finna be, finna be doing some video content while I'm at the house. I already got a trip lined up for me uh, during my recovery. I'm going to go to North Carolina, hook up with one of my boys, uh, Clayton. I ain't seen him in years since I was at Drum. Uh, so I got that got that coming up. Definitely got some video content coming up. Got these hats coming up. Uh, yeah, man. I'm in a, I am in ain't gonna lie, I'm in a, a little bit of a depressed state right now. I got some, some you know, some things going on right now. Life is kind of hard for me right now. <sighs> Telling you, man, if you going through, if you're going through some type of depression, anxiety, just go, go to therapy. Cause I think I'm about to go back to therapy. Cause right now, and I'll talk about this on a later episode that right now is, it, is, is, I, I really feel like it's just me against the world, me against the world with stuff I got going on. And the, you know, things I got going on in my life, it just, it's beating me up right now, but it is what it is. I'm going to take this little recovery leave after I get this surgery next week. And I'm going to just take some time to myself, figure things out because man, I feel myself turning back into an alcoholic, which I don't want to do. 
but it's it's my only coping mechanism right now. I can't just, you know, up and leave and, you know, go places like I want to. But I'm figuring it out every day. I'm telling myself every day, man, you know, a bad day is only 24 hours. But though it has been, you know, a bad couple of weeks, you know, here and there. But I, I'm managing. But like I said, check on your people, you know, because nobody wants to see somebody going through, you know, depression and anxiety, especially me. I don't want to see myself going through it, but I am. But uh, I'm going to get through it. Don't worry. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to cut this short because I ain't trying to be on here too long. Uh, yeah, I hope this I hope this audio went too long. But, yeah, this has been another episode, a little short episode. Uh, I'll probably be doing another episode before I go to surgery because ain't no telling how I'm going to be after surgery. But, uh, yeah, man, I appreciate y'all for listening. Somebody walked up to me in the hallway today and was like, yo, you still doing a Convoy Conversation? I'm like, huh? He's like, yeah, you uh, you do convoy conversations, don't you? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I appreciate that. Yeah, that definitely that definitely was the highlight of my day. Somebody t- walking up to me, I I don't know if I told him about it or something like that, but I, I'm pr- pretty sure I did. But I I didn't I didn't even remember ever having a conversation with this dude. He was a private, and I was like, yeah, man, you know, I I still do one. And I was like, I'm gonna do one today, and uh, yeah, that made me feel good. I told you I like when people walk up to me and tell me about my podcast. We almost had ten thousand listens. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's pretty good. Uh. We are nowhere near 100 episodes, like I said. We had like 80 something. I don't know all the time. I don't know. I don't know if I spoke on this before, but I kept saying, "Fucking, <laughs> we had like 100. We almost had 100. No, we at least got 12 more episodes, but we gonna get there. God damn it. But uh, yeah, this has been another episode. I'll see y'all. I guess when I see y'all, you know, y'all be safe. Peace. <laughs>